0: Welcome to Axiom's Data Guru Podcast, where data experts share wisdom and insights around high-value audiences and all things data. I'm your host, Scarlett Burks. All right, welcome back to today's podcast. Linda Harrison, Director of Digital Strategy at Axiom is with me today, and we're going to talk about what's new and exciting for 2020 when it comes to audiences and new data to help you create the very best, most high-value audience that you can. So welcome, Linda. Hi, Scarlett. Thanks for having me. You bet. So what's, what? tell me about what's new and exciting uh, in the world of
1: gaming this next year. Well, Axing has had quite a few different gaming options, mm-hmm. whether you have Nintendo or PlayStation, whether you're doing a handheld or not, and some of the different genres of gaming have been available for quite a while. Mm -hmm. But now we've got more specificity, which is kind of hard for me to say these days. But we've got lots of different Nintendo game products, so from 2DS to 3DXL to 3DS, So if you need to know exactly what type of system we believe that consumer has, because maybe your game only plays on that system, Mm -hmm. right? Right. And if it's not backwards compatible or forwards compatible, you might need to know that type of thing. Uh, Same thing for PlayStation. We've got, you know, system two, three, four, and then the portable options. Um, Whether you're likely to have bought it in the last 12 months. Mm -hmm. So the recency of purchase um, is somebody doing um, MMO gaming, so multi-massive multi player online where they're playing against people online, right, in the last 30 days? So maybe your kids are doing that type of things today. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also just what type of game adventure, you know, adventure or war games, um, exercise, dance games, what genre are they really interested in and what mm-hmm. have they have likely have done in the last 30 days so there's about 90 different versions here so we've got some pretty specific gaming options out there wow so you can really
0: help them get down to the level they they need to
1: to see to really target their offer. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, gaming is a huge industry. And Mm -hmm. so you can use it not only to target the game that you're trying to sell, but also against different games. So you can understand if um, somebody's into dance games today, try and get them into exercise games or Mm -hmm. arcade games, things like that. So if you know what you're selling, what they're buying what they're likely to buy next, how recently they've bought. You can do intent to purchase different products and services that way.
0: Well, fun fact, I looked it up. The video game industry is projected to top out at $152 billion in 2019. That's quite a number.
1: It's amazing, Yes, right? (laughs) You know, who's playing Fortnite? Mm -hmm. I mean, that game really took off, right? But so... They want to go after Fortnite with the next best product, next best service, Mm -hmm. Um, add-ons to it, who's likely to spend extra money on games, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, buying skins and all those types of things that people do now. Um, They don't just play the game. They spend actual additional coinage to make it happen and make their character better. Yes. It's amazing.
0: (laughs) Completely amazing to me. Um. Okay, well, let's talk about another interesting trend that I looked at was just kind of what's happening with car sharing. Again, I guess millennials have shifted us to um, uh, another way of thinking about auto ownership. So uh, tell or, us about some or, of the new
1: things we're going to have around car sharing services. Yeah, so these are from GM, General mm-hmm. Motors. And the car sharing information they have is really about people who rent a car mm-hmm. for Uber or Lyft uh, driving, mm-hmm. right? So this is not renting a car to drive yourself where you would just pick up a car and drive for two hours, right? Right. This is more that I work as a driver for yeah. Uber or Lyft. Uh-huh. I rent a car to do that. It's not using my personal, personal car. car. Yeah. And we know things like, are they driving on the weekends or during mm-hmm. the week? Mm-hmm. Are they driving short distances, you know, just doing little local pickups? Right. Or are they doing longer drives, like mm-hmm. from the airport to hotels in downtown Manhattan, right? right. Are they doing um, daily or are they doing um, heavy driving on the weekend They know all those types of things, and we've got predictive audiences for all those different types of consumer behavior, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, the GM audiences are a little unique in the marketplace, not only because they're from GM Mm -hmm. and then powered by Axiom Data, but there's some rules on how you can use them, right? Right. So GM, rightfully so, has put some restrictions on it. So if you are Ford or Chrysler Uh, you might not be able to use these audiences, right? Right. So there's some rules on that. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, uh, the audiences are really great for uh, understanding who's likely to be a Lyft driver, Mm -hmm. who is likely to go to certain hotel chains. So they've got the telemetrics from cars that have that information, and they know where the car is going, how long is it there, Mm -hmm. what time of day is it there, and... So we have things like what hotel chains people are likely to go to. So Axiom's got some predictive models, but this, again, is based on location right. of the vehicle instead of other things we know about the consumer. Mm-hmm. So we base it first on that location, and then we build a logistic regression model. So we've got hotel chains, big box stores, some specific ones, um, auto dealerships, so who's likely to be a uh, Going to be at the Acura or the GM or the Ford dealership. Uh-huh. Uh, gym memberships, so what gym they're likely to be going to. Uh, different banks. So this is a really cool way for banks to go after their competition.
0: Yeah.
1: So they know that I bank at Bank of America, mm-hmm. and then they can go after me when they're putting a new bank in uh, my location that might be a competing brand like right. Wells Fargo. Um, They also have some dining information, uh, quick service type stores like Hardee's and Arby's and McDonald's and then Mm -hmm. just frequent dining options. Right. And then what time of day Mm -hmm. are you likely Mm -hmm. to be going to a certain restaurant? So are you the afternoon diner? Are you a breakfast diner? Things like that. Because, again, they know where the car is and when it's there. And that, again, is privacy permissioned Mm -hmm. because GM is using uh, the GM OnStar type information from your vehicle that's been privacy permissioned for this. So we're not talking directly to Scarlett. Mm We built a lookalike using Axiom data about the GM uh, audiences that way. Okay. Um,
0: And you mentioned things like banks, gyms. Uh, restaurants. On that note, I know we have a lot of data around food, dining, choices, that type of things. Anything uh, exciting or new around that for 2020?
1: Yeah, so uh, nothing brand new Mm -hmm. except for these new GM audiences, but we've seen some great results using our audiences for a campaign the other day. And it was for a, a large casual dining restaurant. Uh-huh. And we used the tie between GFK MRI data uh-huh. and personics. So this syndicated survey from GFK MRI, mm-hmm. we have it tied back to personics, our life stage segmentation system. And so they wanted people who are likely to buy uh, wine, right, oh, yeah. with their meal. Mm-hmm. They wanted people who are likely to watch football, Right. um and be in a restaurant right so like the wing stop type mm-hmm. personality versus the fine dining personality and things like that so we had four distinct personalities we they had four distinct different offers mm-hmm. and we saw that the uh, return on investment was 4x what they'd had in the past oh wow that's awesome and they tested it not only with just um you know uh, the information on click-throughs, but also location data. So they knew that these people were actually filling up the seats.
0: Yes. Oh, wow.
1: So it was pretty impressive. They're very excited and going to do be doing more next year. And I'm sure they'll be testing those GM audiences as well.
0: Well, you know, we had a huge frenzy in Little Rock because Trader Joe's, our very first ever Trader Joe's, opened last week. So I'm, I'm sure that we could have helped them market uh, to all different kinds of uh, – gourmet, health food, uh, grocery shoppers to uh, launch their store. However, they didn't need it since the line was out the door, but okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, did you hear that um, China broke Costco? When they opened up their first store in Costco, they literally had lines for parking that said the line for parking is four hours Oh my goodness. <laughs> and um, they had to close the stores early because they had people out the door register-wise going yeah. insane for the 499 rotisserie chicken oh. and that type of thing. Yeah. So the joke is that they broke Costco. They broke Costco. And oh, they well, they had to have armed forces there to do crowd control. To manage
0: the crowd. Oh wow.
1: You'll have to Google that. I oh, will have to look that up. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> But So we can help you get that kind of excitement about your campaign, about your restaurant, about Mm -hmm. your travel location. Uh, Jewelry is another big one we've had some good success in lately. Uh And that's something we need to know in advance if you're asking for a recommendation is, you know, are we talking body jewelry? Mm -hmm. You know, nose rings, belly button rings, rings for your finger— or are you talking fine jewelry? Because it's a different audience set, a different price point, a different age, a different income level, mm-hmm. a different attitude by the consumer. Um, what is the the intent? How long of a consideration phase do you expect people to go through? Is this a a purchase that you do kind of spur on the moment? Oh, mm-hmm. I might get my nose pierced today, right? Right. Versus I'm getting engaged, and we've looked at diamond sets for months and things like that. So Mm -hmm. um, it's a whole different audience that you're trying to create between one and the other. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, you mentioned some uh, location-based offerings with the GM audiences, but tell us about some other things that will be keying off of of location to help advertisers reach a
1: particular market. So we also have some... Intent and signal data. So it's all based on where your mobile phone has been. So mm-hmm. GM is about where your car has been. Mm-hmm. The intent signal data is about where your mobile phone has been, mm-hmm. right? And what have you searched for and what have you visited and what have you purchased on that phone, right? Right. So we have four types of audiences that way. We understand the consumer journey because a lot of times we do a lot of research on our phone and then we go visit the store And that's considered a consumer journey. And we have data like, are you into beauty or cosmetics, hair care, um, bargain shopper, luxury or green shopper? We've got um, enthusiasts that have visited two or more times in the last 30 days. So these are the people, the frequent shoppers, this is my daily routine or my Weekly routine that I'm Mm going to check out what the new bargains are at Tuesday mornings, right? Right. New stuff comes in and I want to know about it. I'm in the cost conscious group or I'm in the luxury group, luxury goods group, department stores or vintage, things like that are all available in the enthusiast category. And then we've got the visitors where we know you've been there based on your phone information. And that's in-market or shopper. So in-market is all the auto-intenders, mm-hmm. and then the shopper is retail-type things, like uh, being in a CPG-type um, phone carrier is a really unique one here. We're actually, we know what type of carrier you have. So do you have AT&T, Sprint, Verizon? And mm-hmm. then what type of phone is it? Mm-hmm. We know for certain because we know what apps you've downloaded, Right. We know whether you have Android or an iPhone. Right. Right. So those are things that we've had predictive models for before, but now we have known information on the phone. Uh, So those are some really cool, I expect those to really be wildly popular. And then understanding the other retailers that I go to. Right. So am I in the bridal shopping? Am I at Victoria's Secret? Things like that. Right.
0: Well, that sounds like a lot of exciting things coming down the, the pipe for 2020. I think you better pack your suitcase. You're going to stay on the road
1: <laughs> Well, and busy. Yeah, We hope that people will be as excited as we are to roll out these new products, mm-hmm. to start testing them. Again, test, test, test. If you don't see what you want. Reach out to dataguru at axiom.com. We're always happy to help. We turn around requests very quickly. The team keeps growing. Mm -hmm. So the more demand we have, the happier we are. We want to help. We want to be there for you. We want to hear what's working and what's not. So reach out to us. Don't be shy. Sounds great. Thank you, Linda. Thank you.